Hi guys, you're listening to Irrepressible, the podcast. I'm your host, Erica Ashley. I'm an entrepreneur, a content creator, and I have a background in styling where I've worked alongside some of the biggest names in Hollywood, like Ariana Grande and Melissa McCarthy. You're in the right place if you're looking for a realistic approach to life because we're about to have some eye-opening conversations on how to do so. So let's jump into today's conversation. Hi guys, welcome to season two of Irrepressible. I am so happy to be back. For anyone who's new around here, my name is Erica Ashley and I am so happy to have you here. If you can believe it or not, it's been six whole months since we last have seen each other (laughs) and a lot has happened since then and so I'm really excited to catch up and share what's been going on and and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that I know you guys don't really see, but I, you know, I wanted to originally jump into this season, just get back into it full swing with guests. And, uh, it kind of, it just wasn't sitting right with me. And when I sat down to think about why that is, it's because there's been a lot of lessons that I have learned, especially over the past year. And I felt like it could be of benefit to you for me to share my experiences so you don't have to necessarily go through the same things that I've gone through. And that felt better for me. It felt better to just start this season off with complete transparency and give you a better look behind, you know, my life and this podcast and what's really been going on. So... Long story long, (laughs) let's just start at the beginning. I launched Irrepressible in October of 2020, and I was so excited to finally have something where I felt like I had complete creative control over because for so long, I felt like I was really just doing everything to please other people around me, especially when it came to work because... I wanted jobs. I wanted to get hired. And, you know, when you're at the mercy of someone else's decisions, you can only do so much. And then as the pandemic happened and went on, it really had me reflect on a lot of things. And that's how Irrepressible was born. And when I originally thought out the layout of how I wanted this podcast to look, I wanted it to be so consistent, so educational or insightful, or entertaining. I just wanted it to always be a place where you felt like you could come and find something that was realistic or maybe different than ways you'd thought about something in the past or be exposed to somebody you've never seen or heard of before. And my biggest thing with it was to always be consistent. I wanted it to be a weekly episode where we would come together and talk and chat and share those things and it started out great like I was loving it I felt like I finally had space to breathe to be myself you know it was honestly very nerve-wracking for me I'd never been so open uh publicly before and a lot of that was just because of my past experience with uh the entertainment industry and like again, wanting jobs and wanting to be hired. And so 
I felt like I opened up on a completely new level and, um, I had so many people reach out to me saying like, thank you for that. And it was incredibly refreshing for me because I, for so long was worried about just being myself, um, especially online because I wanted to work. And so that really gave me a boost of like, okay, this is helping people. This is bringing people together. Like people are relating to this just because I'm sharing, you know, experiences that I've been through. But as time went on, it proved to be much more involved and much more overwhelming than I ever realized. And looking back, all of that pressure came from myself. Um, I think because I had been at the mercy of everyone else for so long and the pressure of like living up to other people's standards, now that the standards were in my own hands, it was like absolutely impossible to live up to my own standards, especially when I was doing everything myself. I did every single thing by myself. I was editing podcasts. I was scheduling guests. I was uh, recording searching, doing all the social media, all the uploading, all the re like you name it. I did everything. I was doing the job of like 20 people and I'm only one person. And by July of 2021, I was so completely burnt out that I was miserable. I was not looking forward to the podcast every week. Um, I was dreading it. I felt so uninspired. I was upset at myself. I was so just completely at a loss for what I was doing because the things that had been fulfilling in the beginning no longer were because the pressure kept building and building. It's like you put out one good podcast episode, the next one has to top it, and then the next, and then the next. And it's like this never-ending cycle Although it is an ending cycle because when you're the one in control, you get to control that. But it's a decision that you have to make. And sometimes when you're so into it like I was, it's very hard to see that the way that you are approaching things might not be working. They might not be the best system or the best approach or the best mindset around things. And... I really had to learn that the hard way. The stress just became completely overwhelming. And most people had no idea how much time I was spending every week on the podcast. And it was just, it became like more than a full-time job. I was thinking about it before I went to bed and like, it just, it was so overwhelming. And so I originally had never wanted to have there be seasons. I wanted the podcast to just be continuously every single week. And when I had to make the decision to end season one, it was not an easy decision for me to make. I can be incredibly stubborn, especially when it comes to feeling like I have to do something in order to get where I want to go, wherever that is. It if I feel like I've been putting time and effort into something, it takes a lot for me to want to change my approach because of the time I've invested into something. And so 
once I came to terms with the decision of like, you either have to put season one to bed and move on. I completely stepped away. (laughs) You may have noticed I didn't touch the Instagram account. I didn't share episodes. I was, it was like I went MIA and I know looking back that that's like not the best way to handle things, but I, I mentally and physically could not handle it anymore because of the pressure that I had been putting on myself to be like the best. And I feel like I've always been a perfectionist to an extent and that was really coming into play here and I had to learn to release and just like be like, it's okay. Um, that I finally allowed myself time and space to consider different approaches that were more effective and more efficient. And once I did that, it was like, I could breathe again. And then I got excited about the podcast again. And I was like, yes, okay, this inspiration comes back. And for all of my creative listeners out there, I think you can relate where it's like, you go through phases of being so inspired and so in love with what you're doing. And then it's like, you hit a wall and that wall like hits hard. And you're just like, I can't come up with an idea. I'm so overwhelmed. There's the pressure. There's this, that, and the other. And it's like, I don't know what to do. For me, I had to give myself that space to like allow the creativity to come back and to distance myself enough from the quote unquote pain that I was feeling and allow it to be exciting again. And so I really finally started feeling that again around December And once I slowly allowed myself to tap back into it, I had so many ideas come to me, things that I had never considered originally that I'm just like, if I would have given myself more space to just like be and let things evolve, um, I think I would have saved myself a lot, a lot of stress and overwhelmment. And so as the ideas started coming back, I was like, okay, let's get this plan rolling. Like, let's come back. I feel so excited. And so now that we're back, I feel so excited. I feel so excited to share things with you, continue to move conversations forward, bring new guests in each week, um, and just do things differently. And I've had to learn over this time that doing things differently doesn't mean that I was necessarily doing something wrong, but it just wasn't working for me. And, you know, when I launched the podcast, I didn't know how to edit. I I literally taught myself everything. I, I watched YouTube videos on how to edit audio, how to edit video, um, past just like two clips. You know, I learned how to upload and source and reach out and pitch and like all of these things. And I got really good at a lot of them, but some of them I really disliked doing. And I never gave myself the chance to think, well, maybe you're just not approaching it in the best way for you. You know, throughout the the first season, I talk a lot about um, and bring guests on a lot who say, you know, there's not a one size fits all approach to life and this and that. And it's like, sometimes I get so stuck in what I've been doing that I forget to take my own advice. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well maybe there 
are other options. Just because you learned it one way doesn't mean that there can't be something else. And so I've been doing that for myself over this time period. I've made changes on how things are being recorded, how they're being put out, how guests are coming in, and it feels just so much easier and lighter. And essentially, I wanted to share this with you because burnout is real. And we talk about it so much. And, you know, I had systems in place where it's like I was meditating in the morning. I was going for walks. I was getting fresh air. Just because you're doing the things that are, you know, supposed to help you prevent burnout doesn't mean they actually are if you're not taking like an overall approach. Like I was taking like yeah, the 15 minutes in the morning I spent doing those things is going to cure everything. But the other like 23 hours and 45 minutes of my day, I was just like a stressed out nutcase, you know? And so once I was able to zoom out and be like, okay, well, what does the overall picture look like? How can I prevent this from happening? It's for me, it's giving myself the space. It's easing into things. It's planning ahead It's allowing for things to shift, which as someone who has historically experienced a decent amount of anxiety in my life and a a need for control, it was hard for me to want to approach this from the lens of let's just let things flow, like things, you know, come in perfect timing and, and really changing that mindset. But as I have adopted that philosophy Uh, more towards my work, it has allowed me to just feel more joy around this, which was like, honestly, the entire purpose of me starting this was like, I needed something joyful that was creative that allowed me to be me. And so now that I've like gotten back to that, I'm like, okay, I think a lot of us could relate to that. I've seen it with, you know, other people in my life where it's like, you go, 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 you hit burnout. And then it's just like, you're done. Like all you want to do is be on the couch for a month and a half. I get it. That's pretty much where I was. I couldn't even look at it. I didn't want people to ask me questions. I was just so on emotional overload with it. And long story, extremely long, I've had to reel it in. And now that I have, I feel so much better. So I really had to like take a look at the beliefs that I had around it that weren't serving me. And they all stemmed from like things that I came up with on my own, like my own thought patterns. I didn't have anybody, you know, standing over me saying, you have to put out this episode. You have to do it this way. You have to X, Y, and Z. I did that. And I'm like, what, where did that come from? I honestly don't know, but I do know that I sometimes get an idea in my head. I get very determined to see things through, which is actually a quality that I really like about myself, but sometimes I take it too far and I don't give myself that space like I needed. So the allowing of there to be space in between season one and season two has actually been a really incredible blessing. And so I wanted to share this so that you know that like it's okay to take a step back if things aren't working in the way you had originally wanted them to work or the way that they were working for a while, but now they're not working that way anymore. I really had to learn that. And as uncomfortable as it was to go through, I'm glad that I have because now it's like I can apply this 
more holistically to my overall life. And so it's really just been about like finding new systems and what works and what doesn't. And it's been trial and error. Don't get me wrong. I, I have tried different approaches in coming back to this and some of them immediately I've been like, nope, immediately no, immediately no. (laughs) And other things I've been like, oh my God, I love that approach. Like that feels so much better. So it's just kind of allowing myself to be okay with not having all the answers right away. And like I said, as somebody who's had anxiety throughout their life, that's a hard pill to swallow (laughs) and it's taken time. And some days I still feel that same, you know, pressure and whatever. So all of that to say, like, that's really the journey that I've been on with the podcast during this break and leading up to the end of season one. And then the other exciting news that I have that I also wanted to share, because I think there's, I tend to see this stigma or I don't even know if it's a stigma, but I tend to see like, you know, when, for example, I've been watching the Kanye West documentary lately, um, Genius, and it documents how he got to where he is, but also like from a young age, how badly he wanted to be a rapper, to be known and to create music and to share his ideas and his art And I think there's a lot of praise that goes around for people who know exactly what they want to do from a young age. And then they grow up and they become that billionaire rapper. And it's like, yeah, he's wanted to do this since he was five years old. It's amazing. But for the rest of us who kind of have maybe jumped around from job to job thinking like this is the one and then getting into it being like, it's actually not what I thought it was going to be. This actually doesn't bring me happiness in the way that I thought it would. And moving on to something else, I feel like people like us don't always feel as, I don't know, I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to say, like as like special I don't, I don't know that special is the right word, but like as okay, that it's okay to not know exactly what you want to do and how you want to spend your life. And with that, I've, you know, I have a whole episode on this. If you want to go back and listen, if you haven't already about my journey, but you know, I was in the styling industry. I was in the entertainment industry. I've had random jobs here and there. I was nannying for a long time. And I have the podcast and now I also have a business. Um, And all of those things maybe are seemingly random. But when I look back, I'm like, yeah, these are all really interconnected. And just because I didn't go into styling and stay there doesn't mean I still don't have a love for that because I do. But I realized This isn't what I want to wholeheartedly do for the rest of my life. It could be a piece of it, but I don't think that I want this to be my 24-7. And I think there's a lot of shame maybe around admitting like what you thought was maybe a dream actually turned out to not be what you wanted once you got there. And 
So while I was on this break in between seasons with the podcast, I started a branding and social media agency. And for the people who know me, that's not random at all. For years, I have been the go-to friend that's like, hey, will you edit this photo? How should I post these on Instagram? Hey, what do I do with this? How do I use that? Constantly like teaching or helping or putting things together, especially when it comes to fashion and aesthetics on social media. And while I was in this downtime with the podcast, that space allowed me to be like, what feels fulfilling to me? And at the time, I was having friends still consistently being like, hey, edit this photo. Hey, how do I make this look right? Da, 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 da. And it kind of got me to thinking of like, maybe, maybe there's something to this. Like, I really enjoy this. I enjoy helping other people figure it out for themselves. And I am such a lover of art and aesthetics that I love to see what then people do and create with it. And if it can benefit them and their businesses or brands or whatever it is they're doing, like that seems really fun to me. So I kind of by accident have created this branding agency around social media. And it has been like such a blessing in disguise. It's something that I didn't know that I needed and I'm really excited about it. And I, I, share this not to be like, oh my God, I created a business, but to share it because you're allowed to do so many different things if they excite you. And if things don't work out, it's okay. But I saw this quote or somebody said it to me. I'm actually not really sure. And it has stuck with me. And I'm like, I wish I would have known this so much sooner. But basically, The gist of it is that it takes a really long time to fail at something. And when I heard that, I I seriously paused for a second because I was like, no, it doesn't. You can fail so quickly. And then I thought about what does it really mean to fail? To never try, to never get a client, to never have success, to never have a million people see something. Like, what does it mean to fail? And I was like, that's such a good viewpoint because it takes a really long time to fail. You only fail if you quit putting in effort, right? So if one approach isn't working, that doesn't mean you failed. You just have to do something else. And so if you keep trying all these other else's, other ways, you're not going to fail. You're only going to fail once you give up. And it just made me really realize that like I didn't fail with my approach to irrepressible. I just found ways that weren't working for me. And so like, okay, let's try different ones. And honestly, I could be saying this to you and, and no one would have known. And that's the thing is usually nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes because social media and right, like I want you guys to not have known that was going on. That was the whole point. But now that I'm looking back and reflecting, I'm like, okay, I'm in a space where I can share with you that I didn't know what I was doing like properly. Systems that are going to help me and be efficient. And now that I do, 
I'm in this better place. I'm like, I feel like I can talk about it and share with you and share that the fact that I was open to finding a different approach allowed in this sliver that now I have an entire branding business and agency. I've helped businesses, you know, like it, that to me is so fulfilling and it's so fun. And it's like, if I had never done that, I don't know if it would have led to this. And then what's the next thing going to lead to? But when I look back, it's like, you know, my degree in school was in fashion marketing. Branding is a part of that. And so it's like, it all fits together. My styling background, my entertainment industry background, like it all comes together and it makes so much sense. But sometimes in the moment you're like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And it feels so chaotic and I feel like I can't make a decision and it can be very overwhelming. But when you look back as I am able to in this moment, I feel like it all makes total sense. It makes total sense. Even though there were times that I was completely miserable and completely just like, what is going on? It makes total sense. But I share this with you in hopes that like, if you are feeling in any way confused about the way that your life is unfolding, have faith in it. There were so many times where I was just like upset with the universe of like, why isn't this working out for me? I've put so much time and effort into all of these avenues and like, it's not paying off. I just really feel like there's a reason for it. And I feel like for me, you know, I don't have like the total crystal ball. Like I don't feel like I've hit, you know, a ceiling of where I'm going to end up. I feel like there's still so many things that I want to do and accomplish, but I finally feel like for the first time in a long time, maybe ever, that I feel like where I'm going has a foundation where everything before has always felt so shaky and so like, well, once I get there, it'll like figure itself out instead of just allowing things and the foundation to be laid. I also think there's something to allowing ease into your life. I don't, I don't know that I've ever allowed things to be easy. Um, you know, I've always had a really strong work ethic and I worked hard. And if I want something, I went out and like did everything I could to get it. Um, not that I always get everything I want because I definitely have not, but that kind of work ethic has been instilled in me, you know, my whole life. And so to back off and just say, you know, what's meant to be will be, and like things to just kind of start flowing in better has been such a relief and such a wonderful um, thing to experience because I've never really experienced it before. And now that I have, I'm like, I want my, I want my life to feel like it flows in ease. Like this is what life should feel like, I think. And don't get me wrong, I still get told no. I still have things not work out for me on a daily basis. But I feel like I finally am okay with that because I feel like I just trust that like the pieces of my puzzle, of my life puzzle are coming together. And now 
I can see what the picture is going to be more than I ever have before. And so I just, I wanted to share. I thought it would be good for you guys to know that things aren't always sunshine and rainbows, even though it may appear to me that way on the outside. Um, and that, you know, it's okay to work hard, but it's also okay to take a break and like a real deal break of like, I mentally can't handle this right now. So like, let's just not for a second, but looking forward to this season, I wanted to give you a little sneak peek. There are some incredible people coming on the podcast who have shared their time with me and with you. Um, I really focused a lot on things that you guys have told me you've wanted more of, what you'd like to hear that I haven't spoken about on the podcast before, all of that. So we have some really great health and wellness episodes. I have some influencers coming on. I have people from the entertainment industry. You're going to get a bigger picture of behind the scenes. A lot of you have really loved those episodes. Um, I have episodes for my entrepreneurs out there. I have more tips and tricks and tools for anxiety and mindfulness, some things that I've been doing and having some experts come on in all of those areas. But really, I have this season completely fully based around the things that you guys have told me you've wanted. And it's really exciting because having you guys continue that dialogue with me that we're having here, you know, um, off this platform, out of your headphones and like onto Instagram means everything to me. And so the fact that you guys are comfortable enough to send me a DM or ask me questions or for recommendations about this, that, and the other means so much to me. So the least I can do is give back to you in the way that you want the most and will get the most information out of and get the most knowledge out of. And so I'm really excited to bring all these people on and to deliver that to you. So please just know that like my DMs are always open for any question, comment, request that you have, please. Um, I'm here to help and like guide in the best ways that I can and share from my perspective because that's really at the end of the day all I can do. But I'm so grateful that I can, and I'm really grateful for every one of you who's listening, who has continued to support. It means so much more to me than I could really ever express to you, and I'm really excited to go on this journey of season two with you. You guys are really going to enjoy it. I will see you next week with our first guest. You're going to love her. If you loved this episode, please let me know subscribe, leave a review on Apple podcasts, share it on your Instagram stories and with your friends. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Erica Ashley and at irrepressible, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week.